Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. Today, I bring you Dana Wild. Ever since I finished my career as a Division I All-American athlete, I longed for not only the clarity of purpose that I had as an athlete, but also the accountability that comes with aspiring for big goals with a team of like-minded people. Then I discovered mastermind groups. Masterminds are small groups of like-minded people who get together either in person or over Skype or just over the phone to provide support, feedback, and advice to other members of the group. So I dove in and I learned all I could about mastermind groups, and then I finally launched my own. And the change was instant. I regained the accountability of being part of a group of like-minded, hardworking individuals who hold me to a higher standard. My mastermind group helps me get feedback and advice and even validation when I'm making big, big decisions in my life. And I have clarity and focus and accountability again, just like when I was an athlete. I've now facilitated dozens of high performers in mastermind groups. I'm talking Olympians and MBAs and neurosurgeons and professional athletes and and entrepreneurs and lots of others. I've taken everything you need to know to start your own mastermind group and I've put it into a short 10-page ebook titled The Quick and Easy Guide to Starting Your Own Mastermind Group in 30 Days or Less. Grab a copy of this free ebook by going to jimharshawjr.com slash mastermind. That's jimharshawjr.com slash mastermind. This interview with Dana Wild is one of the most favorite conversations that I've ever had. One of the things that she says is this. She says, the way you think creates your outcome. The way you think creates your outcome. So we talked a couple episodes or a handful of episodes ago back in episode 218. And I talked about focusing on the process, not the outcome. And this is kind of the next level of that. It's like, okay, so what is the process? There are some tactics on the process, but there's also this mindset piece. And we always hear about mindset and how do you believe in yourself and how to have a mindset for success. Well, we actually talk about the tactics here. We go tactically about that, right? As opposed to these other tactics about how to get from where you're at to where you want to go, right? There's this mindset piece. And we're going to, we talk very concretely about this mindset piece. And it's such a fun interview. I can't wait until you listen to it. As always, you're going to get, you can have the, the full action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action and you'll get the cliff notes from the show, bullet points, links, and she gives away an amazing download, amazing free giveaway that she gives away. So definitely, definitely stay tuned for that one because it's, it's quite amazing. And as soon as I hung up the, uh, uh, got off of Skype with her, I went right to the link and download, got my free download. So I hope you do as well. 
Without further ado, here is the bio for Dana. Dana is an expert in how to intentionally and systematically change your mindset so you get better outcomes. She grew her own business from zero to a million dollars a year in under 19 months and now teaches others how she did it. With nearly 100,000 followers in 87 countries, Dana is the best-selling author of Train Your Brain. And she's featured in movies such as The Abundance Factor, The Truth About Prosperity, and Dream Big. Fascinated by neuroscience and the power of the mind, she affects lives daily on the Mind Aware Show, where she interviews thought leaders, brain scientists, and celebrities about how to intentionally think wealthier, happier, and healthier thoughts. And as always, if you don't have a chance to listen to the entire show, which I highly recommend you do, uh, or if you hear something you like but you don't have a chance to write it down, Make sure you grab your free copy of the action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. Here is my interview with Dana. Dana, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jim. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. I have, I, I get so many people promoting themselves and trying to get onto the podcast. You know, there, there, there are services out there, as you and I talked about off air, and I get so many, every day I get so many of these in my inbox and I have to sort through them, but some of them jump out to me and I go, yes, absolutely. I say no to most. There are very few that I actually click on and explore. And then there are some that I say yes to, and then some that really jump out to me. And you were the one, you were one of them that, that really jumped out to me. I'm like, absolutely. Yes. We're going to have Hooray! Dana on because just the <laughs> mindset stuff that you talk about, you know, I dabble in that and talk about that some on the podcast, but I'm just so excited for you to bring all of that to my audience. So well, I just can't wait. You've got great energy and we are going to have so much fun. Thank likewise. you so much. Yeah, it was a likewise. big feel good for me. Yay. <laughs> good. Well, let's do this. So let's start with this, Dana. Tell us about your background, kind of the 30,000 foot view of, of, you know, where you grew up and kind of how you got from there to here. Sure. So I was raised in Minnesota and, uh, you know, we are a hardy people here in Minnesota and <laughs> I went through the usual experiences. However, in high school, I would say I was probably kind of a little more nerdy than most people. Like I always had my head in a book and I was always really fascinated with like the nature of reality. Like what are we doing here? And, you know, how do things work and how does the brain work and all of this stuff. And so my family culture, we went straight into the workforce. We didn't go to college. And so I started working one of these cubicle jobs for this major corporation. And it was the kind where you're like wired into a headset all day and you have to ask people permission if you can go to the bathroom kind of job. And I was miserable. Like it was so bad. And the only saving grace was that one day the company, bless their hearts, they had, they're so smart. They gave us all a 40 hour training. They took us offline for a whole week and we got 40 hours of training on how the brain works from a, a man named Lou Tice, who recently passed, but some of the people in the Pacific Northwest might know Lou. And he, just opened my mind to like, oh my gosh, the way you think creates your outcomes and all of this stuff. It was just right up my alley because I was already interested in this. So I nearly immediately quit the cubicle job. Thank you very much for the training. And <laughs> I started my grand adventure. You know, I wrote my first book when I was uh, 23, became a published author from a major publishing house. I, I ended up going overseas and traveling, uh, living out of a backpack for 10 years, just reading 
reading and studying all the stuff I loved and working on the road. And I worked in the film industry as an assistant director, won a couple of telly awards and finally landed back in the United States and realized like, oh my gosh, I'm like 39 years old. I have no resume. I haven't been to college. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got, I'm, what am I doing? You know? And then lo and behold, I was working in the film industry at the time. But I landed into one of these home party plan things. And I, I went to this party and I thought, man, I could do this. This would be so easy. Like, this would be great. It would supplement like the whole, you know, and being in the film industry is fun, but you're still setting your alarm for 3 a.m. to have to be on a set and work with some director who, you know, may or may not be a nice person. And so I thought, you know, this is great. So I started studying, you know, how do you build a business? How do you become an entrepreneur? And I realized like, okay, everybody is teaching how to, like how to pick up the phone, how to network, how to do this and do that. And I thought, why is nobody talking about mindset? So because I'd been kind of like just living around the globe, feeding myself, just thinking positive thoughts, which sounds silly, but it'll make sense when we get further into this. And I thought, okay, I'm going to teach my team how to do this. And I'm going to write it myself. So I wrote training your brain at that time. I taught it to my team and we went from zero to a million dollars of sales annually within 19 months, which is unheard of even in the entire industry, but definitely in that company, we shattered the company record. And so everybody started wanting to know about train your brain, of course, in that company. And I started training and I built that business. And then finally I thought, you know, I think I'm ready for a different adventure. So I sold that business and I didn't really know what I was going to do. But I kept getting requests for train your brain. So I thought, okay, I'm not a speaker. I'm not going to keep doing these things. So I'm just going to create the CD set. <laughs> I'm going to sell the CD set to people so that if they want to know about train your brain, they've got it. And lo and behold, my company at that time, the mind aware, like I knew nothing about online business, zip all. But again, we went from zero to over a million in sales in the first two years. We had, I ended up with in the first two years, 60,000 people on my email list. It just exploded and has been going great guns since then. And it's 100% mindset. Like I don't have a clue what I'm doing most of the time, but I've got my mindset down and that's what we train other people how to do. You know, if you get your mindset right, that's the path because that will take you 95% of the way there. And the rest is easy after that or easier. Oh my gosh, I love this. And we're going to we're going to dive into this because I'm so excited cuz that what you just said it is 100% mindset. That is what happened to me over the past really 9 months or so or or year it, where I was still working full-time to get to working full-time to to actually full-time in my business and yes. it, it just once I made that shift Everything exploded. So I want to go back to the travel because I traveled after I graduated college and I led adventure camping tours and I backpacked through Central America and, you know, did the sort of obligatory, you know, loop through Europe. And it was just amazing. It was this time of my life where I could wake up every morning as, you know, in Mexico or Guatemala or Honduras or wherever I was and, and I could wake up and go, well, what do I want to do today, right? Do I want to go hike a volcano? Do I want to hang around town and just kind of take in the culture? Do I want to go to a museum? Do I want to go, what else, you know, do I want to go scuba diving? And it was this amazing, enlightening experience for a guy who 
you know, blue collar family, small town, didn't really experience travel other than traveling for, for wrestling. I was a wrestler and, and, you know, that was kind of the only way I saw the world and, and to go and do this was just enlightening. So you, but you did it for like 10 years, you say? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, it was man. just crazy. And it was fun. You know what I figured out, it's funny. You should say Guatemala. Cause this is where I figured it out. I was in Guatemala and there was this, um, Swiss guy coming out of a bar with a keg and he's running it outside and he's giving it to somebody. He's running back in. And I talked to him and I said, are you working here? And he said, yeah. And I said, it was really like for me at the time, I was in my 20s. I was like, I can't believe that you can be not Guatemalan and work in Guatemala. Like I was really trying to wrap my head around. He's like, yeah, how do you think I pay for my travel? So it was the first time that I realized like, oh, my gosh, I don't have to save up and then, you know, take a chunk of time and spend all that money. I could actually make money on the road while I was traveling. And that just opened everything up for me. Yeah. So did you go to Lago Atitlan at all in, in that area when you were in Guatemala? I went, yes. Yes. I was everywhere in Guatemala. Wow. I started out in like, uh, what was it? Like, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, Tenango. Oh, gosh. This is like uh, 20 years ago. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know you the know name that you're I mean? trying to think uh, of. I do. I do. Tenangos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Castle Tenango. Chichi Castanango. Right. All the way down. And then up to Tikal, you know, the pyramids, all of that. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I actually stayed in a, a friend of mine was from the University of Virginia, was staying and living at a meditation center on, on Lago Atitlan. And uh, I went, made my way down there in this little town called San Marcos and, and town, town. It's, it's, it was a, it was a village. Yes, uh, I was there. Even. I've been there. I know really? what you're talking about. Yeah. That whole, pyramids, that, whole Lake Atitlan, yeah. that whole Lake Atitlan area there was, I spent most of the time there. It was really nice. Oh, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we could we could talk all day about that. I mean, I just um, I'm a huge proponent of travel and adventure and just getting outside of your own world. So, so you can I say something about that too? Because one of the fun things for me about travel is that you really get to reinvent yourself. So you get the opportunity to kind of like you know you be exactly who you are. Because in my experience, when you're traveling, a lot of the people you see you only know for two or three days, and so there's not this feeling of judgment, right? Because they're not going to be in your life long term. They have their history with you, you know. So you're just like in the moment. You get to be yourself, and you really get to kind of reinvent yourself. It's really a nice opening experience. And for the listeners who have never really had that kind of backpacking experience, you were never alone out there. Like I, like I did this trip by myself and I know it sounds like you traveled a lot alone yeah. as well, but you're oh, never yeah. alone. You're always, you bump into people on buses or, or, or wherever you're staying, you're staying at hostels and different places and you just are constantly meeting people. You show up at a hostel and you meet somebody from, I don't know, South Africa and, and yeah. they've been there already a week and you're just got there and you're going to be there for a week and they're like leaving in two days. And so you get to know them, you have some beers, you hang out, they tell you what cool place to go in town or you hang out at the beach together and then they're off and then you maybe never see them again in your life. Yeah. There's a big network. And at the time I was doing it, there wasn't the internet. So you didn't stay in touch by email more by letters, you know, which is kind of crazy now to think about, to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole world of people out there doing that. And it's yeah. it's liberating just to know that they're out there right now. <laughs> That's a truth. That is a truth. So let's get back to this brain thing. All right, you you mentioned that this trainer, that this this week long course that you went to, that you know the way you, he said that the the way you think 
creates your outcome. I mean, is success really a brain thing? Because I thought it was about having the right tactics or the Harvard or Stanford MBA or the right connections or living in the right place or, or some other thing that was like outside of our control. But you're saying that it's 100% mental. You're so great. I love how you set me up. It's so fun. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Uh, I often am quoted as saying action is not what builds your business because I work with entrepreneurs, right? And they're just you know, like gasp. <gasps> what? Action's not what builds your business. And the the example I use is if you take a hundred successful people and you line them up against the wall and you say, how did you get where you are? They're going to give you a hundred different answers. You know, business really like, oh, LinkedIn's the way to go or speaking or, you know, I, I get up at five in the morning or whatever they're methods are, their tactics are, they're always different. But the one common denominator they will have is that they will all think differently than people who haven't achieved that level of success. That yes. is their common denominator. They have a, a certain expectation, positive expectation that comes to them naturally. So it's not like they're trying to keep a secret from you, but they just don't think to say, well, I'm successful because I think different thoughts in my head than the average person does. You know, nobody thinks to say that. And so what we're doing at The Mind Aware and what I'm doing with Train Your Brain is we're teaching people how to think differently. Yeah, there are so many folks who come out of college that are super smart and they go on and get advanced degrees, you know, like I said, Harvard and Stanford MBAs and et cetera, et cetera. And that doesn't, that's not what makes you successful. Now, now there are components of that that I think feed into your mindset, right? You're around people who are maybe thinking at a higher level and that creates a higher level of thinking and belief in yourself. But that is not what does it, right? And I tried for years, Dana, to figure out how do I build this business? And I struggled. I struggled because it was ta it was all about tactics. Now, there's value in tactics, right? There's value in learning how to do things the right way. But that comes after the mindset stuff. And I was putting it the other way around, right? Well, here, here's kind of the foundation that I think will help everybody navigate this and understand. And maybe you've even heard this, but maybe not in this way. And here, here it is. This is train your brain, all of it in 120 seconds or less. <laughs> in each of our heads, we have a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. And the reticular activating system is like a little matchmaker that lives in your head. And its job is to stand at attention all day, every day and listen to what you're thinking about and what you're talking about. And then if you sit like in the room you're sitting in now and you look around and just start to pay attention to the stimuli that's around you, look at all the colors and sounds and sensations and smells and everything you see that is in your awareness, we'd go crazy if we had to process this. So the reticular activating system does it for you. And what does it match? What does it look for in the mucky buck that's around you? It looks for what you're thinking about and what you're talking about. So it's like a little matchmaker that sifts through this and brings into your awareness those things. So for example, many times people have had the experience of they're thinking about getting a new car, they're looking for a new car, and they start to see that car everywhere. Or 
they're pregnant or their their partner just got pregnant and they start to see pregnant women. Uh, I was interviewed by somebody recently who his wife just had a baby and he's like, oh my God, I'm seeing babies everywhere. And that's because when you're thinking about these things, your brain says, this is important to you. I can tell this is important to you. I'm your best friend. You know, this is a big different message I think I have than most people who teach brain training. Your brain is not sabotaging you. Your brain is your best friend. And whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're talking about, it is out there finding it for you. And so we're teaching you how to be better thinkers. Because, you know, if you're thinking thoughts like um, things don't work out for me or this is harder than I thought it would going to be or I'm not good at this, your brain says, aye, aye, Captain, I got it. You're not good at this. That's all. That's all good. I'll help you match that up. That's right. And so this is, you know, the people in our culture, we care about the clothes we wear, the cars we drive, the food we eat. Oh, my Lord. Right. The food we eat. We care about the neighborhoods we live in. We care about all of these things. And I want people to care about the thoughts that they think. You said it. I mean, man, you nailed it. And for the listener, I want you to rewind and go back and listen to that last couple of minutes. Dana, I, I pulled up your Pinterest board uh, with affirmations. And mm-hmm. so for the listener, I want you to think about this. If you are thinking to yourself, and maybe this is subconscious, you're thinking, gosh, this is so hard, or why can't I make more money, or why can't I, whatever it is that you want, right? If right. you keep thinking that, that is what you're feeding yourself. And that is what this RAS, this reticular activating system, that's what it's finding, right? If, mm-hmm. if for the listener, look around right, right, right now, red. Do you see red? I mean, you, you can find red, right? You can find blue. You can, you can seek these things out if that's what you're looking for. So look for different things. Like You can say something like, and I'm going to read from, from your mantra board here, Dana, I am ready to accept all that. Actually, let me give you another one. I am financially independent. If you start I thinking, I am financially independent, then you're going to start seeing ways that you are financially independent and start living that way more, right? And, mm-hmm. and finding those things. And those things are going to find you. Here's another one. All of my dreams are coming true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. If you think about that, you go, okay, well, as a matter of fact, there is this one area where, where my dreams are kind of starting to come through, to come true. And man, if I think back like 10 years ago where I didn't have that, now I have that car or that job or whatever it is. Like, my goodness, all my dreams are, and, and you feel it. When you feel that, it creates this different energy inside of you that yeah. allows you to live from that place, right? And well, the, that's the, go ahead. Yeah, that's the, no, that's the thing is that I think sometimes perfect language affirmations, it's hard for people to really believe it. And so they end up having a little argument in their head. It's like, I'm financially abundant. And then the other little voice goes, yeah, right. right. You know, and you have this little debate in your head and you don't gain any forward traction. And so we want you to get to the point where you can use perfect language like that, like those affirmations, everyone you just said, that was such a feel good for me. And the the gateway to that or the entry point into that is really, it's a four-step process, the whole train your brain program. So step one is the wake up step. 
wake up and become aware. This is why I called my company the mind aware, not the mind happy, right? It's about awareness. So you are walking around your day 95 to 99% of the day unconscious, just doing habits and showering and drive. You ever drove down the road like, you know, 20 miles and been like, whoa, how'd I get here? Like, you know, we just, this is what brain scientists tell us, 95 to 99% of the day. If you can get aware a half a percent a day, if you can wake up and bring yourself into your awareness a half a percent a day, and we call it bust yourself, bust yourself on your language. You know, if you catch yourself saying like, or feeling bad, like, oh, I'm never going to do it, or I'm never going to make it, or things aren't working, that's your time to go to step two, where you say, okay, I've got to decide, do I want my reticular activating system to keep matching this up? Because sometimes you don't care. You know, for years I said I'm not a morning person. I didn't care if I was a morning person. So I don't care if my brain keeps matching that up. But sometimes you're saying something that's a big feel bad. And step two, you have to decide, do I want to keep matching this up? Because if you do keep saying it and if you don't, then you go to step three, which is how can I talk about the current situation in a way that feels good? And then step four is to feel the positive emotion. So all the work's in step three. So sometimes you can't quite go to those perfect affirmations in step three. You can't go from saying, you know, like, man, I'm, I'm broken, things are not working out, to saying, I'm, uh, you know, I'm financially abundant. But you can ease your way there. You can start to say sentences that feel better, you know, like, okay, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm figuring it out and I'm getting better at this. And in fact, I'll venture to bet, Jim, that you are a natural and that's exactly what you did. I saw your TED talk with the wrestling thing. You may have been having self-doubt and you may have been disappointed, but I will venture to bet there was another part of you that was saying, I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out. And you were maybe encouraged by your coach, but you probably have done this naturally. And this is the secret. This is the ticket that nobody has been talking about is that people who naturally do this and ultimately have success, it's because they've got a different inner talk. And most of the time, the inner talk is, I'll figure this out. You know, it's, uh, it's getting better. They know how to soothe themselves. And that's what leads them to the positive feelings. And the happiness and the positive feelings is what leads them to taking the right action. Because when you think differently, you open the creative pathways in your brain, you show up in the world in a different way, you feel happy, you feel positive. Happiness is the path, not the destination. Oh, perfect. And I want to go back to like my time, at, you know, failing, 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 and then finally succeeding in wrestling. The, the success happened when I worked with a sports psychologist, when I finally had somebody to help me allow myself to win, to allow it to happen. Like I didn't have to force it because I couldn't possibly do more. T- like all the tactics that you talked about, you line up a hundred successful entrepreneurs and they all give you a hundred different tactics. Like if you line up a sex, you know, a hundred successful wrestlers, like they'll give you a hundred different tactics too. And <laughs> right. it's like, and I did all those tactics. Like I had all the tactics. I did all of those things and the strength training and the conditioning and the tactics and everything. I did all of that. But what was missing was the mindset piece. And I allowed myself to handle failure in a way that was that was okay. I could like you said, how can I talk about this situation in a way that feels good? And it wasn't natural for me. And mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people who don't know how or why they can just create success, 
I don't know that they, I think most of them don't, I'd be curious to hear your take on this. I don't know that most of them realize. I think no, for them, don't. it's just easy and they don't realize. So they, when they go to teach you how to be successful, they teach you the tactics. They're like, well, do these tactics. Well, yeah. you can do all the tactics in the world, but if you don't have the mindset behind it, it's, it's like, I'm going to spin my wheels and keep going. Well, there it is again. There's more proof that I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the, the charisma, the background, the education, the team, the money, whatever. This is just more proof. So, wow, yeah, so that's, is, a, that's so great. That's do you find exactly that with successful right. people? Yeah, totally. It's they they'll usually have one of two answers. The first answer will be like, I don't know. I just did it. You know, like and sure. that's like they really say that. And I remember myself being in that position where just saying like, I don't know. I just did it. But or they will have the other thing. They try to. They're being helpful. They're saying, well, here's how I did it. I went on LinkedIn and then I reached out to people and I did this and I did that. So they are giving tactics. But I think the key thing you said that is really valuable and important is you said when you go to implement those same tactics and you're not thinking like that successful person, what happens is that then you use that as another sign and more evidence that you're a failure rather than understanding that if you have the mindset right, then there there is no such thing as failure because it's everything life becomes an experiment and you start to to be able to really like live your life at a higher level uh, and bust yourself on your thinking and start to tweak those thinking, tweak the way you think, you know, because at first you're going to think in a certain way, you're going to think in your own head and you're going to get results and you're going to start to make the correlation that the results you get are direct reflection of that. But I I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. The key here that I want to say is that if you get your mindset right, it really doesn't matter what tactics you put in because the the mindset is the thing that does it. And you're not a failure and the tactics aren't a failure. This is just a matter of thinking a little bit differently. And you'll be amazed at how fast it works. Like it works in 72 hours. I can give people an exercise today that will help them. They'll see the results within 72 hours. Yeah. And so for the listener who's thinking to themselves, so Dana, the listener, there may be some listeners saying, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's kind of frustrating for them because they're thinking to themselves, well, Okay, now what? So I'm thinking it right now, Jim. Now, now what? I've got to go. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going into work here in a minute. I'm you know I'm on my commute to or from work, or I'm coming home, or I'm on the treadmill working, whatever it is. They go, okay, I'm thinking it right now. N- now what? Right? Well, well, I guess there are some tactics, right? And, and the tactics, at least from in my experience, and I want to hear from from you, Dana, on this. Like it wasn't natural for me, and I, I had a blockage around success in in the sport until I unblocked that and I allowed myself to win. And then I had a blockage around money and success until I finally broke through that. But it took tactics around that. I actually had to do certain things to to rewire myself to think that money's not bad and people with money are not bad. And success is something that that Jim can do just the same as anybody else. Because a lot of people look at me and they go, "Well, you were an all American wrestler, Olympic hopeful, like everything. You know, just success came easy to Jim." Well, no, it didn't. And now I you know I have this business and it's my life's passion and I'm I'm, I'm as happy as I've ever been doing this. And people go, well, Jim just, you know, he was a successful wrestler and he has this background or whatever. It's easy for him. Well, it wasn't. I had to do things like like mantras. I'm very clear on my mantra and I have multiple that I use and that I listen to. I've created like these a success log and I had to 
this is, it sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to say it is I, I literally recorded I, I, like all these compliments and reasons why I can succeed. I recorded them or I, on a Google Doc and then over time, over a couple of months, and then I hit record on my voice memo on my iPhone and I would play those back for myself on my yes. drive to work yes. on a regular um, basis. And I would remind myself, no, Jim, like that stuff that's that little voice, that little nag that's kind of dragging you down inside saying you're not good enough. Like that's actually, it's kind of not true because there's all this other stuff that's true, right? So, yes, that's exactly right. And in I, the practices that you're talking about are great. In the Train Your Brain book, we give 20 mind work experiments that you can do to keep you in line. But the, the most important thing I can tell you as far as daily habits that it is first, put a little post-it note on your alarm clock or across from the wall that just says something like, I'm a brain trainer. Today's going to be a great day. I'm aware, something like that. And and before I even give this, I want to let you know that everybody who's listening right now, you've already heard too much to ever go back to thinking the same way again. You will, you've now had a, a profound shift just from hearing about the reticular activating system and that it's listening to you all day, that you will never be able to go back to your old thinking again. You right. will never be able to have a negative thought and not hear my voice in your head busting you. <laughs> oh, no, okay, I'm getting busted right now. And when you have that negative thought, don't beat yourself up. You know, because it's it's not like, oh, negative thought, bad me. Oh, cancel, cancel, pop, pop. It's like, oh, negative thought. I caught it. I'm aware. Let's celebrate. Good for me. I just caught one of them. So, so that's from now on how you're going to think about your negative thinking. So then you're going to put that post-it note up. And when you wake up in the morning, you're going to see that post-it note. and You're going to be reminded, oh, yeah, I'm awake now. I have a choice. I can think in my head. Today can be a great day. And I would encourage you to take 60 to 120 seconds and stay in bed. And if you can't do it without falling asleep, then sit up a little bit and just think like that you have the opportunity to seize this day. This is your day. And you have a desire to stay aware and to stay centered and to feel good. And think about when you've got something to do today, instead of saying, oh, I have to do that today, say to yourself, I get to, I get to do this today. I get to be alive. I get to live my life. I love that I get another day. I love that I get to be centered. I love that I get to think in my head. I love that I'm a proactive thinker. Then when your feet hit the floor, now you've got a real fight and chance of staying centered as you go about your day. Then the rest of the day, you're going to have opportunities to get knocked off center. Things are going to happen that are going to knock you off center, and that's okay. Every day I have opportunities to be angry at my computer. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But the idea now as brain trainer, you you have the option to go, okay, I had that experience. That's all right. What would I like to be thinking and feeling now? And this isn't about going like, oh, I'm a happy, positive person, blissful, walking around like a robot all day. This is about going, how can I ease myself into feeling better? You know, sometimes you need a little something to eat. Sometimes you can listen to a song. Sometimes it's a walk around the block. Sometimes it's chanting mantras. And if you can record your mantras like Jim did or record, uh, make evidence lists of the reasons why you have uh, the... Uh, possibility to be successful, the successes you've had in the past, all of those things support that. 
But I can tell you, even just your very existence, you will be able to reset yourself all day long. Stay aware. Have some fun with this. Write yourself. You know, ease yourself. Say the little soothing things. How would you talk to your child or your friend? You know, if your child came up or your friend came up and said, man, I'm never going to make it, you wouldn't go, yeah, you should probably give up. (laughs) Right? You'd say like, (laughs) oh, no, you are. You're doing fine. You're figuring it out. Everybody else else figured it out. They found their way. You'll find your way. And so talk to yourself nicely. You have the opportunity to think in your head at any given moment. Yeah. Practice a little self-compassion because you're going to get down. You're going to wake up some mornings and be like, I don't feel like doing this. And that's okay. That's that's norm. That that's a normal part of it, right? I mean, Dana doesn't walk around, and, and and I I certainly know that I don't walk around every day just fired up about every little single thing that I do. No, there's like things I'm like, man, that sucked, or that yeah. I'm glad I'm I'm you know too bad that didn't work out. I really wish it would have, or man, I really don't don't feel like doing this right now. And and that's that's part of it, right? And you're gonna trip, and yeah. you're gonna fail, and you're gonna be embarrassed. But if you control the mindset, the words that you're saying, first by being mindful of them and then catching them, like Dana said, it's going to shift everything because some people, like we said, that that comes a little bit natural. Others, it, it doesn't, right? Yeah. And the thing is, too, is it's about finding the wording that feels good to you. So one of my favorite words in the English language, and I know this is going to surprise you, is the word but. And the reason why is because the word but negates everything that comes before it. So if you have something that you think is limiting your success, maybe it's that you're shy, or maybe it's that you're disorganized, or maybe it's that you're a procrastinator, or whatever it might be, if you use that word but, you don't have to change who you are to be successful. So for example, it can be like, I'm shy, but my clients like my style, because your brain doesn't hear anything that comes before the word but. It only hears what comes after the word but. So it can be, you know, I'm shy, but I'm uh, making money anyway. I'm shy, but my business is building. I'm shy, but I'm successful. I'm shy, but, and whatever you put in after, I'm happy, money's flowing in, blah, blah, blah. That's all your brain hears. So you're doing an affirmation every time you do that, but it doesn't feel like an affirmation because that word but is in there. It feels like a little easier to deal with. Yeah, you're acknowledging a true challenge that you have. Yeah, exactly. And it's real. And here's the reality. There are wildly successful people who are shy. There are wildly successful people who are uh, disorganized and procrastinators and, 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 you know, most of the world is trying to tell you that you have to be different in order to be successful. And I want to have my message be, you're fine, exactly like you are. You need to make a case for your success in your own head that the way you are and who you are in the world is perfect for success. You're poised for success. And that's it. If you're thinking differently, if you're reframing it, you're going to get different results. And if you're like me, you need some proof that that's true. But anywhere you look, that's true. And that's part of my podcast. That's part of the mission here is to go, okay, there's these amazing people who have been wildly successful. And oh, by the way, some of them were rich growing up. Some of them were poor growing up. Some of them were athletes. Some of them never competed in their life. Some of them wake up at 5 a.m. Some of them stay up late and work. It doesn't matter. There's not a perfect mold. There's not a perfect tactic. So, Dana, yeah, that's this is, great. That's really great. I love that. And 
let's let's go let's go there now about talk about failure um can you tell us about a time where you failed? A time where you, Do you know, failed? Jim, what's so crazy is I knew you were going to ask me that because I know yeah. your show. And I get asked <laughs> this on almost every podcast. And you, you may not like this answer, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Lay and here's what, here's what happens. I fail all the time, like literally every day. But because I'm a brain trainer, I am so focused on my successes that I, when something happens, first of all, I don't retain it to my long-term memory. So like, I'm trying to think of a story like, okay, try to think of a story where you failed. And I'm like, well, there was that time that <laughs> the tech went bad and we, we doubled, but it's really hard for me to think of them because I just don't retain it to my long-term memory. The other piece of it that I think is important to know is that I don't label it failure. And I'm sure you don't either. I label it Ooh, that was an experiment or, okay, that didn't work or all right. We tried that or, or this is fun or let's try this or, you know, life becomes more about let's try this and play. So life becomes play when you're thinking that everything you do, you don't become so attached to the outcome. It's kind of like this is most people look at failure as I'm a failure or I did this, and so let's label me bad. Whereas what if instead it's like I'm fine and I'm here? I mean, goodness sakes, we're conscious human beings. We're creatures on this planet who can be aware of our thoughts. We're human consciousness. And shouldn't we spend every day just going, this is amazing. This is just amazing. How is it that we have this playground to play in every single day? And when you start to really get into that, that, okay, I'm just here in this human amusement park, banging around, figuring it out. And some things work and some things don't. And, you know, I'm going to figure it out. And I'm already figuring out. And in the meantime, I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the process of being alive and creating and having uh, thoughts in in my head that I can direct towards what I, whatever I want to think about, you know? So I hope that makes sense, Jim, because it's really, it's kind of like, uh, they have that phrase, what you focus on grows. Yeah. And what it really means is whatever you're thinking about, your brain is bringing to you. And so step one in really starting to enjoy life more and starting to be more of a creator and starting to have more better outcomes and more success is focusing on that, focusing on that. Like Dana's right. We start every good, good mantra with Dana's right. <laughs> Dana's right. <laughs> I'm here. I'm human. I'm alive. I can, I can, you know, play around and figure things out and everything may not be perfect right now. And guess what? It's never going to be perfect because the next place you get to, you're going to want more and you're going to want more and you're going to want more. And that's okay. That's called being alive. Yeah. And you can just hear and feel the gratitude pouring out of you over the, through the microphone and, and into all of us. And, and Dana, I just thank you for that because this is part of what I call the environment of excellence, right? These are the kind of people that we need to, to bring into our lives. I'm talking to the, to the listeners now is, you know, listening to stuff like this and going, okay, I, I can live like that too. And I can, I can, you know, understand where she's coming from and everything that Dana just said is true, right? And Dana, your concept of like, you don't call it failure. And I, I get a lot of guests or a handful of guests who say, ah, you're not going to like this answer, but I always love the answer because really <laughs> we're talking about the same thing, right? We do something yeah. and we fall on our face and then we yeah, can call yeah. it failure, which I do. I'm just changing the connotation of failure is like, 
failure is actually like, okay, so what do I learn? There, there's some positives that came from you're this. Reclaiming you're, yeah, reclaiming, you're reclaiming it. You're reclaiming reclaiming the word, which is great. And I yes. love your TED Talk. And it's really about like, why aren't we talking about that people are making all sorts of mistakes out there. They're doing all sorts of things. They're just not calling them mistakes. They're out there banging right. around trying to figure things out. And I, I love that you're reclaiming that word. Um, and you mentioned focusing on the process, not the outcome, like letting go of the outcome and just focusing on that process. And for the listener, episode 218, just a few episodes back, handful of episodes back by the time this goes out, I address exactly that, focusing on the process, like letting go of the outcome and enjoying the process, enjoying the the ups and the downs. And like you, like Dana said, that this playground that is the world and the, this life that we have and, and, and really taking that in, drinking it in and, and living it fully. So, Yeah. And I can give a, one thing that I really like as a, a question that people can just ask themselves when they bust themselves on a thought is, you know, if they have something that's really aggravating them or they're feeling kind of you know, frustrated about it, they could just ask themselves the question, what would this look like if it was easy? Like, what would this look like if it was easy? And just start saying that over and over again, what would this look like if it was easy? And pretty much like that's, I mean, this is kind of, I was not raised this way, so it feels rude to say, but that's how I make money. (laughs) Like what I do is I just, when I think of doing something, I always think of the hardest way to build this funnel and do a webinar and all this stuff. And then I go, okay, hold on. What would this look like if it was easy? And it makes things just go so much better. Love that question. I have a series of what I call productive pause questions, and that is going to be added to my list because that is a that's a powerful question. So Dana, for the listener who who's all in, they're like, okay, I'm in. I, I get it. I, I want I want to move forward here. What action can they take in the next 24 to 48 hours to really start living this and integrating this thinking into their lives? Okay. This is first of all, get that post-it note up and do that. Second of all, the action I would say is actually a thought right? It's a thinking process. What I want you to do is every day, start listing your little successes. So every single day, just start listing, keep a running list in your back of your mind, the little successes that you're having. If you can think of three, great. If you can think of five, even more awesome. If you can become your fun little exercise that you do in the back of your mind, little successes, little, little ones like, oh, I talked to somebody, had a nice conversation today. You know, it can be anything. I listened to that podcast and that was pretty cool. Like all of the little successes that you're experiencing, because what happens is your reticular activating system says, this is important to you. I'm looking for more of these for you. Oh, you're going to start to see more and more and more of your successes. Perfect. That's a great action item. And and I think you have a gift for the audience too to share. Is that right? Is that right? Oh, you're going to like this. I have a surprise for you. <laughs> so if you go to DanaWild.com slash Harsha, right? Your last name, you can get the entire Train Your Brain audiobook for free, my wow. favorite price. So yeah, rather than, you, I mean, obviously, I love it if you buy the book, but why buy it when you can get it for free? So Train Your Brain audiobook, uh, all six hours of content it really gives you all 20 mind work experiments I referenced earlier, everything you need to know about training your brain. And it's W-I-L-D-E. So there's an E at the end. So DanaWild.com slash Harshaw. Thank you. Excellent. So where else can we find you, follow you, et cetera? Yeah, if you go over to DanaWild.com, you'll find everything you need, all sorts of fun little quizzes and things. And we've got a Facebook group. We call it our sandbox. You know, for for me, really, happiness is the path and feeling good is the path because you are a better you when you feel good. So we create environments where it makes it easier, which I know you reference. And I just love the work you're doing, Jim. I just think it's awesome. 
love the work you're doing too, Dana. So keep it up. Thank you so much for making time to come on the show. And listeners, uh, as always, I'll have all the notes, all the show notes and, and links, et cetera, right in the action plan. You can just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, and you can download the free PDF from this show and uh, every other episode for that matter. So Dana, thank you so much for making time to come on the show. Thanks for having me. And for the listeners, until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 